What's going on, guys? AJ here bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. So I want to talk about people's strategy. And I'm really going to break this down at a really comprehensive level. I think what I'm going to break down today may seem elementary to some chief people officers, heads of people. But if you really understand the nuance and the context of how I break it down, it's really going to resonate with a lot of the listeners today. Well, again, whether you're a chief people officer, head of people, CEO, COO, head of talent, HR director, um, all of this content is going to resonate with you. So for the first step and first thing that I think any head of people, head of talent, et cetera, should think about as we look at people strategies, aligning the vision and understanding the following, right? Understanding at a very deep level, the external trends that are occurring within the industry that you have your job in, right? And so if you have a job within the financial space, and you're again, if you're ahead of people within the financial sector, if you're ahead of people within the automotive sector, if you're ahead of people within the um, the fashion sector, what's happening from an external sh- trend perspective that could be impacting the company negatively or positively? And so you're probably gonna wanna talk to your CEO, probably gonna wanna talk to your CMO, you're probably gonna wanna talk to some of your communication leads and see what you need to know about those variables and how that can affect your overall recruiting efforts, how that can can affect the finances, how that can affect um, the overall perspective of how folks are looking at your brand in the market. Um, What's happening from a market disturbance perspective, right? How are you and the brand thinking enough about the dent, the impact that, again, some of those external factors are... um, how is it really impacting the, the market? How is it impacting your business? How is that impacting, again, some of the financial revenue that may or may not be coming to the organization? What's the overall business strategy at a macro as well as at a micro? You as the head of people should understand that. Where are we going as a business? Where are we going in the next six months? Where are we going in the next six years? Where are we going in the next 60 years? That's something that I don't think enough organizations at the C-suite level think about. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk is infamous for thinking about the longevity of where he thinks VaynerMedia or VaynerX is going to go. And every single decision he makes is is conducive and connected to that long-term 50, 60, 70-year mission. And I don't think enough organizations are doing that. There's too many startups, too many small businesses, too many businesses, period, that are constantly shifting their North Star. If you understand as a head of people, the North Star in the business strategy at a macro, you within your role can really make more strategic, more thoughtful, more intentional decisions. Now from there, you wanna define and understand the overall organizational capabilities, right? From a leadership perspective, from a people perspective, from a future perspective. So you wanna understand the financial capabilities of the organization, the talent capabilities within the organization, the knowledge, the desires, the strengths, the weaknesses, the tech, right? So you wanna utilize tools, resources, I think Almas Insight, a company that you all know is very dear and near to my heart, would be amazing for this to really understand the organizational capabilities from a talent perspective, from a knowledge perspective, from an alignment perspective. So as a head of people, as a head of talent, as an HR director, what are you doing to find the latest and greatest tools, technologies, best practices? How are you having one-on-ones with your CEO, your COO, your CFO? How are you personally taking a step back and looking over the overall landscape 
of the organization and really assessing these variables. So again, the CFO should be able to give you a clear understanding of the capabilities from a financial element, right? Are, is there anything adjusting from the margins perspective? Our top line revenue, our top line sales, our 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 uh, our debt to income rate. What's happening in the finances that can impact my capabilities as a people leader? What's happening with the overall talent that we have internally? Do I need to learn more from the talent before I go out and start recruiting? Is there something internally happening from a negative perspective within within the culture that could be impacting? my ability to recruit talent. Again, desires, strengths, weaknesses of folks internally. What are the capabilities from a leadership perspective? Who is in place? Who needs to be in place? Where are we strong? Where are we weak? What departments do we need? What focuses do we have as an organization from a leadership perspective? What do we have? What do we not have? From a culture perspective, are we going to be flat? What are our, What does our hierarchy structure look like? What do our people need from us? How can we put on our employees first hat? How can we really understand tangibly what our staff needs from us? How can we be more thoughtful about creating an environment that behooves them? Are we comfortable adjusting the culture and not having it be a culture that is dictated by the comfortability desires of seven to 12 C-suite executives at the top? And can we make this a culture that behooves our people? And if so, what does that actually look like? What does that feel like? What it, how, how do we go about architecting that? Again, it goes back to the capabilities, right? So if you understand your financial capabilities, your knowledge capabilities, your desire capabilities, the, the, the vision of where the CEO, the CFO sees how things are inevitably playing out, then you can go about trying to figure out how you can bake all of that in to the, to the, to the points of views that the people have and see when it comes to culture skills and know-how. What do we have currently? Again, this goes back to capabilities. What type of skills do we need to have? Are we jumping into a new space? Are we rolling out new services? Are we rolling out new initiatives? What skills do we need to bring on board? I know a lot of the work that's happening within Benny and my overall role within Benny I know that the CEO there is being very thoughtful about the partnerships angle of it, the marketing element of it, the sales element of it, the communications element of it, the PR element of it. He's thinking very thoughtfully about the skills that he needs to bring in internally to inevitably roll out the Benny vision, right? The work model and capacity. What does that look like? Do we need to adjust the workflows? Do we need to make adjustments on the capacities of our people, right? Are we putting too much on the plates of our people? Is that starting to make a negative impact on the ROIs, on the KPIs, on, on the impact our people can make? What are we thinking about the overall development and strategy uh, of our talent? You know, How are we attracting talent? What are we currently doing? What combinations of attraction of talent and DE&I do we need to think about? How, how do we need to start thinking more actively about new tools, new processes as it pertains to seeking out talent, sourcing talent? How do we think about involving things like a beyond brand into our talent strategy? How can we be more authentic, more honest, more inclusive? How can we be more innovative when it comes to, again, the technology that can help us from a sourcing talent perspective? From a rewards perspective, how are we rewarding our talent? Do we feel we have the best foot forward when we're doing this? Are we stretching ourselves financially and creatively from a capability perspective? 
Are we being super, super frugal with our finances right now? And is that making a negative impact on our capabilities of innovating, on our capabilities of product, on our capabilities of attracting high level talent? Or could we be a little bit more a little bit more exciting, a little bit more forward thinking with our finances? Can we take our margins from 30% to 16% to be able to be more thoughtful about everything? So what do we need to do to make this happen? How do we put this in place? How do we be more thoughtful about this? Um, The last thing I would say is design and build. Do we feel like we are creating enough balance for our our staff internally? Are we thinking about Are we thinking more about how we're engaging with our talent emotionally, work output, their needs, their perspectives? Are we growing our people? How do we think about growing our people, right? And then the last thing, and I'll stop ranting because I've said a lot. How are we thinking about driving performance? What metrics are we tracking? What metrics do our people want us to track? How are we involving our people's perspective around the metrics that we're tracking? Our technology internally, do our people appreciate, are they aligned with the technology? Do we need to change the technology? because there's not enough buy-in. How are we thinking about some of the change agents internally and some of the folks that we believe can be our cheerleaders to, to kind of get more adoption of our technology? How are we thinking about our communications, right? So I'm going to pause because I've said a ton. Everything that I've said are things that heads of people, CFOs, COOs, heads of talent, directors of HR should be working together to think about I personally believe twice a year. You should be unpacking and auditing every single component that I just listed off. That can be done, I believe, through an employee's first lens by getting surveys, having conversations at a one-on-one level, putting your managers in position to have contextual conversations with with the employees and get a lot of that data. Understand the data, utilize the data, be smart and thoughtful with the data and put the data in a position of power to then again, twice a year, make decisions strategically and make movement tangibly around some of the things that I just covered today. So this is a lot of information packed into 10 minutes. But if you are anyone that really knows people, really knows strategy, really knows business, you know that everything that I said is thoughtful. Everything that I said is something that should be top of mind. The worst thing you can do as a head of people, the worst thing you can do as an HR director, the worst thing you can do as a head of talent is to is to apply the tried and true and allow your best practices to to spoil. And what I mean by that is I don't think enough heads of people, heads of talent, HR directors are trying to question their own implementations, break their own systems and best practices and policies and executions. Be the first person to break the machine that you built. Right before your CFO comes to you, before your CEO comes to you, before the COO comes to you, before the market comes to you, you should be forward thinking. You should be within the blogs, within the keynotes, within the community. You should be a person for the people and understand what's happening in the world, what's happening internally, what's happening externally. And every single time that you are thinking about people, I believe there should be a two time a year discipline policy, expectation that you are looking at all the categories and all the things that I said and finding ways that you can innovate, break, and adjust what you personally put in place. So as always, this is AJ. I hope you appreciated this episode. And these are a couple things that I think a lot of heads of people should be thinking about, ways that you can impact the people's strategy at a more thoughtful and innovative level.
perspective. Thanks a lot.